Today's scripture reading concludes Moses' farewell address to the people of Israel. Moses has led the Hebrew people out of Egypt and through the wilderness for 40 years. He has put up with their grumblings, raged at their idolatry, pleaded with God on their behalf. Now Moses' death is imminent, and the Israelites are about to enter the promised land. Let's listen to what Moses has to say to them at this pivotal time, as written in Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20, found in Old Testament page 186 in your pew Bibles. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways, and observing his commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish, you shall not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Loving the Lord, your God, and obeying him and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days, so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, the word of the Lord. The faithful and dedicated women of our needlework group meet weekly in the library. On Tuesday afternoons, different types of yarn and a variety of colors adorn the library table along with printed cotton and batting for quilts, an assortment of knitting crochet, and sewing needles, patterns, spools of thread, and measuring tape. Our needlers, as they call themselves, have all the raw materials they need. Using their natural creativity and learned skill, they turn these raw materials into life-giving items. Baby blankets celebrate the births among our congregation's members as well as our nursery school families. 
prayer shawls and lap robes, comforts the sick and hospitalized. All these artistic creations for their recipients become tangible symbols of God's abiding love and care. Sewn into each shawl and baby blanket is the message, we do not go alone, we go with each other, and our God goes with us. Moses' farewell speech likewise reminds the Israelites that they do not go alone. They go with each other as a community of faith. And God not only walks with them, but God also wants them to receive abundant blessings. God, after all, rescued them from bondage in Egypt, protected them, and provided for them in the desert. And as a testimony of God's abundant grace, even forgave them when they became entangled with allegiances to false gods. Now, just as the Israelites are about to enter the promised land, they face a future without Moses to guide them. The promised land possesses all the raw materials needed to sustain and create abundant life. The Israelites can weave a life of hope and prosperity for themselves and their children if they follow the pattern, the laws and ordinances that God set before them. The choice of living in God's presence or chasing after false gods was up to them. Their choice, either life or death. Moses' call to action, as one commentator writes, is not a strategic halftime locker room speech. It is the basketball coaches talk in those anxious moments when the last timeout has been used, three seconds remain on the clock, and the team is down one point. This isn't the time to teach something new. All the coach can do is reiterate lessons learned in practice and stress the need for follow-through. When facing the game of life, Many of us, like those basketball players, have trained well, and we have all the raw materials needed to love and follow God. We come to Sunday worship and focus or open forum or Wednesday morning Bible study or the young moms group. We question and explore and learn how to live a faithful life. We pray We participate in mission and fellowship. Yet, even for us who know better, sometimes we are tempted to take the easier path, the path of least resistance, the path that is more socially acceptable. Like the Israelites, we are seduced by our favorite false god, 
our personal golden calf. Greed, indifference, egotism, jealousy, envy, vengeance, pride, you name it. So how can we be faithful in a mostly secular world? How can we choose life for ourselves and our children? How can we walk with God and show God's love? Well, it all comes down to choices. We face choices every day, big ones and small ones, regarding our relationships, our work, and how we spend our time, money, and influence. While we seldom label our everyday decisions as a matter of life and death, if we think about the decisions we make, we realize that we usually are presented with life-affirming or life-denying options. When faced with a choice, our faith tells us to pause and think clearly about the options before us and choose the one that follows God's will, the course of action that best reflects God's love knowing full well that the life-affirming option may not be the easiest or most convenient one. To choose life, therefore, takes intention. Just as Moses warns the Israelites, we need to contemplate where we have been, what we are doing, and where we are going. We need to turn off the automatic pilot. Life is not meant to be lived in cruise control. To choose life for ourselves and our children, we must employ the lessons of our faith and intentionally apply them to the decisions we make so that we can, frankly, Create a life worth living. For a month, our focus has been justice in children. The sermons we have heard and the classes we have attended resonate with Moses' admonishment to choose life so your descendants may live. In a country where one out of every five children lives in poverty, what life-sustaining choices do we as a nation need to make regarding safety nets like the SNAP program? In what ways can we use our money, time, and resources to care for children who have no place to call home or those who cannot receive the education they deserve because of a disability. In a country where the child is born without health care insurance every 70 seconds, what choices need to be made about affordable health care? 
in a country where more than 50 teenagers and children are killed every week, every week, by gun violence, what life-sustaining choices are we called to make regarding gun control? And what hard choices must we make to heal an ailing and exploited ecosystem so that the world our children inherit will be viable with clean air to breathe and pure water to drink? In many ways, we have been challenged this month Now we are called to weave what we have learned into the fabric of our faith and intentionally choose life so our children may live. And our children, through their enthusiasm and energy at Family Mission Day, showed us what it means to love and walk with God to choose life. They radiated with pure, undiluted, life-affirming joy that comes from choosing to be generous, to give a toy to a child who has none rather than keeping it for oneself, to delight in preparing food so the hungry may eat. We do have the blessing of many children in this congregation, and we have the raw materials, the teachers, the curriculum, the music offerings, the spirit, all we need to teach our children how to live faithful, productive lives. Our challenge now is to build on the momentum, to include more children in worship, to plan for more family mission days, to make coming to CCPC and being involved with the community of faith a rich experience for all ages. To fully realize the blessing of our children in this congregation, in our community, and in the world. There is much more knitting and weaving and sewing to do. But God has given us the pattern to follow. All we have to do is make those life-affirming choices and follow God's will and show God's love. All we have to do is choose life. Amen.